How wire fraud, not securities violations, lands crypto criminals in prison. To combat crypto crime in the United States, industry participants often turn to securities regulation and the Securities and Exchange Commission. But when it comes to cracking down on bad actors, the Department of Justice's emerging playbook seems to have a far greater success rate. Wire fraud, hailed as the, quote, most powerful law in crypto by Reuters, proves effective as charges aren't contingent on the securities classification of crypto assets. The commission can handle civil charges and dish out fines, but it doesn't have the power to bring criminal charges against individuals. But the state attorney generals and the Department of Justice can. The Department of Justice has already used wire fraud to land dozens of crypto's bad actors in prison. Wire fraud is the most common criminal charge against crypto promoters. Here, wire relates to interstate wire communications, not bank wires. Wire fraudsters use telecommunications or the internet to defraud victims out of money. With so much media attention on securities regulation, many crypto industry participants think the commission is responsible for almost every prosecution against the industry. In fact, other government agencies such as the IRS are more prolific enforcers. Moreover, private lawsuits by civilian plaintiffs dwarf the number of legal actions by all regulators combined. Wire fraud and the Department of Justice's new crypto enforcement playbook. The Department of Justice has been actively bolstering its capabilities to combat fraud within the digital assets industry. Recent criminal convictions suggest an emerging playbook for the Department of Justice to more effectively charge crypto crimes. Two notable cases include the guilty plea of former Coinbase product manager Ishan Wahi for transmitting insider information and the guilty verdict against ex-OpenSea manager Nathaniel Chastain, who allegedly shared insider knowledge over interstate wires. Intriguingly, instead of pursuing insider trading charges, the Department of Justice opted for wire fraud and money laundering. This approach allows the Department of Justice to defer questions regarding the classification of digital assets as securities to the Commission, a matter that the Commission seems quite happy to take off its hands. Its wire fraud playbook provides the Department of Justice with legal precedents that it can use to pursue bigger cases in the future. Its convictions build on experience with enforcing digital asset fraud, such as the case against John DeMar, who had a role in promoting the fraudulent projects Bitcoin 2 Gen and Start Options. The Department of Justice also successfully charged Carl Greenwood for wire fraud involving OneCoin. Ultimately, the Department of Justice's goal is to convince juries of defendants' guilt, regardless of whether the assets in question are considered securities. Got a tip? Send us an email or Proton Mail. For more informed news, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Blue Sky and Google News, or subscribe to our YouTube channel.